Hello and welcome back once again to A Place to Grow. Every weekday, Pastor Stephen R. Hill of Spirit Life Church in Hearst, Texas has a life-changing message that will help you to determine God's destiny for your life. This program will help you to identify and use the gifts that God has given you. God has a wonderful plan for your life. Now here's Pastor Steve. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 14, it says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one. To each according to his own ability, and immediately he went on a journey. And after a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you had not sown and gathering where you had not scattered seed. So I was afraid that I might disappoint you, so I found a good hiding place, and I went and I buried your talent in the ground there. You have what belongs to you. But his Lord answered and said, You are a wicked and lazy servant. And take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The title of today's message is, don't bury your gift. Don't bury your gift. See, this is your breakthrough season, so don't bury your gift. You bury your gift by not using it for the kingdom of God, and this is what Jesus is telling us. Now, I want to continue to talk about how to defend spiritual breakthroughs by serving God. And by breakthrough, I mean a season of divine intervention that brings deliverance, blessing, and promotion to our lives. The Holy Spirit encouraged me to share this message with you. He said to me, this is your season of breakthrough. And we've been talking about how to maintain and how to protect this season in, in, in our lives. Well, your breakthrough is maintained by service to God. God's plan for your life was designed for success to accomplish your assigned purpose. In Jeremiah chapter 1 and 5, God said, Before you were born, I set you apart for special work. That means each of us were given a divine assignment with time to accomplish it. And each of us will give an account to God on how faithfully we served. Listen to what it says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 10. It says, for we must all stand before Christ to be judged. So what will we be judged for? Well, it says we will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or the evil that we've, we've done. And we're talking about breakthroughs, folks. It is so important for us to understand the ways of God. 
You see, discerning breakthrough seasons and understanding God's timing is critical in fulfilling your destiny. It can mean the difference between success or disappointment, between victory or loss. The Bible says one day as Jesus was approaching Jerusalem, he began weeping. And listen to what he said. This is found in Luke 19 and 42. He says, if you had only known today the things which belong to your peace, but now they're hidden from your eyes because you did not know the time of your visitation. You see, the Bible says there is a time and there is a season for everything. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, it says, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die. But God has made everything beautiful in its own time. And this is why God wants you to recognize his timing and his seasons for your life. That's so important because God works through seasons of time, bringing us through experiences to receive the prophetic promises that he's made to us. If you've been waiting on God, don't don't become discouraged. It's something you have to always remember. Whatever God does in your life will not happen quickly. Let the church say amen. How many of you had to wait on the Lord? That's why David said, wait on the Lord. And then he said, again, I say, wait on the Lord. You see, God's plan for your life was designed with a series of incremental successes and tests. Oh, why does God have to send success and tests <laughs> sometimes at the same time. But God is building our faith so that we can receive the level of the blessing that he wants us to have. Some people, when they're blessed, they just, they, they crumble under the weight of that blessing and they give way to their fleshly desires and thoughts, and they say, now I'm going to do this, and now I'm going to do this. There's a parable in the Bible where the Bible talks about a farmer who planted his crops, and he got a bumper crop, and then another one, and he was like, oh my goodness, I am rich. I am so rich. Look at everything that I have. I am so blessed. So let me tell you what I'll do. Give your tithe? No, I'm not giving no tithe. I'm going to tear down these little barns and build bigger barns and just take in all my wealth. I'm a somebody now. And the Lord said, did you hear what the person said? He's a fool. Because tonight, his life will be required of him. He is going to enter in to eternity, and then the Lord says, how terrible it will be with people who are rich on earth but poor in eternity. God gives us success and tests 
balance us. Never forget that, folks, because some people wonder, I thought I was blessed. I, I, I thought this was success. But you have to understand, there's a test that comes with success. God is balancing you. Come on, I think we need to say this to each other. Look at somebody across the aisle or around you and say, your success will always be accompanied by a test. See, this is how we receive God's promises in our lives. Because it requires your faith and your obedience to ultimately keep what God has given you. So many people have lost what God gave them because they lack the obedience and the faith in God to, to maintain it. Now, we're talking about the seven keys to receive and to defend your breakthroughs, and we're, we're looking at this through the life of David. And today we're going to continue to discuss number two, get involved and serve God. David, all, it all started in 1 Samuel 16 and 13. It says, the prophet Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Folks, the Holy Spirit will give you gifts to serve God. In fact, he equips everyone with gifts for service. God did not leave you out. It's just a matter of knowing what your gift is. In 1 Peter 4 and 10, it says, God has given each of you, say each of you. Yeah, each of you a gift. Use them. Now, when we talk about these gifts that God gives us for success, there is no separation between using them in your workplace, your home, or at church. Because the Bible says you are working for God in your occupation. You are serving the Lord in your home. And you are serving God. In the church. Here in Colossians 3 and 22, it really points out something that's very interesting. I think something that we all can associate with. It says, don't just do the minimum that will get you by at work. Do your best. Work from your heart for your real master is God. Be confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. Isn't that interesting? The relationships we have, the way we deal with people, the way we work on the job, the, 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 the way we come to church and we serve, it is all to the Lord. The Bible says in all things, do it unto God. We're not really doing this to the people or to the pastor and even to our wives and our husbands and our children and our loved ones. 
We're doing it through them to God. See, when the Bible says, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as to the Lord, he's saying through your husband to the Lord. Some people say, well, I have no problem submitting to the Lord. It's just going through him. But it's the way God has established it. The Bible says that through your own chaste behavior, that they will see God in you and through you. And that's on every level when you treat people right, especially those closest to you. They say, man, wow, that's God in you. Some of us want to take the credit for God and say, yeah, no, it's just me. I'm just like that. No, you're The only good thing in us is really God. Let the church say amen. Thank you for joining us today for A Place to Grow. Here's Pastor Steve with a special invitation for you. Hi, this is Pastor Steve. Don't minimize how God is going to direct your life and what you are capable of accomplishing. You know, the Bible says God is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask and think. To know God's direction, you must surrender to His will and to His plan. I want to personally invite you to our worship service this Sunday at 10 a.m. It's one of the ways that I know that you're listening. I would love to shake your hand and pray for you. I am certain that the service will encourage you and prepare you for the coming week. A church that's alive is worth the drive. Spirit Life Church is located in the middle of the mid-cities at 1860 Precinct Wine Road in Hearst. We offer a safe environment. Get more information at our website, aplacetogrow.org. Now let's get back into today's message. King Saul's servants gave David's resume to him so he could hire David. So we're talking about serving, serving today now. David was anointed, but the next thing that God was doing to preserve that breakthrough moment was getting him to serve. Because why would you be anointed and not serve? Why would the Holy Spirit come upon you for you to sit down and do nothing? To come and just sit in the pew and say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of us don't even do that. Pastors preaching, oh, God is going to let the church say amen. Come on, wave your hand. Well, (laughs) he may be preaching like that, but what I'm saying to you is this. You need to understand that the anointing is on you for a reason. Stop walking around saying, I'm so anointed and doing nothing. We might know that you're anointed if you just do something. Just do something. Just lift that finger. Just (gasps) praise the Lord. They're alive. They're alive. They're alive. Soul servants came to him and said, 
we got a great recommendation for you because we know that you're having some problems. Lately, you've been twitching a lot and getting very, very angry. We think it's an evil spirit that has come to trouble you. Now, this is interesting because they gave Saul David's resume, and he wasn't even looking for a job. Isn't that interesting? Often God will have someone else give your qualifications and speak on your behalf because he's going to give you a job. And when he comes, some of you are saying, I don't want that job. I like it where I am. Well, would you please pray first? David could have said, I like watching the sheep. I'm kind of used to that right now. It gives me a whole lot of time. I don't have to go into the office. I can just watch sheep right here in the pasture. It's kind of nice. I'm looking at the flowers. I'm looking at the sun. I'm looking at the wind blows through my hair. I like it right here. And some of you are saying that right now to God when God's trying to give you a better job. God is giving you a job that connects with your destiny. Yes, it means you have to go to the office, but it's okay. They'll give you more money. You'll see real people. You can stop wearing your pajamas and put on regular clothes that people wear outside. One of the servants of Saul said, I've seen the son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is expert at playing. And he's a strong man, and he's a man of war, and he is wise with his words, and he's, he, he has pleasant looks, pleasing looks also. And the Lord is, is with him. You need a man like that, Saul. Folks, look, God will strategically anoint you, he will equip you, and he'll place you where he wants you to serve. Don't take that for granted. Now, how many people pray, seriously, you pray that God will lead and guide your life? Let me see your hands. Amen. Well, when God is leading and guiding your life, don't ignore him. If he wants to do something different in your life, if he wants to make a change, if he's guiding you, we're talking about service here. We're not talking about disconnecting and retirement. Oh, I think the Lord wants me to retire. Oh, are you at that age yet? No, I'm taking early retirement. Why? I don't know. But I'm going to take early retirement. Folks, listen. God has selected us because he has a purpose. He has a plan for our lives to touch the lives of other people. We are not here for ourselves. We are really here for the prophetic purpose that God has given each of us. And guess what? It involves people. It involves more than your family. For God so loved your family. Yeah. 
but for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Folks, listen, there is more. There's more that God is concerned about than just you. I think we know that intellectually, but we don't act like it sometimes. Or else we'd be reaching out to others more. We'd be trying to help other people more. We've been, we'd allow the love of God to flow through us more. If this is annoying you, just, just let it go over your head because probably the people down the street need to hear it just as much. Just say, oh, he's talking to the church down the street. Jesus said that we were selected by God to do a work, not to sit down, to serve, not to rest. In John 15 and 16, Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you, and I appointed you to go, not to sit, to go, to go. God watches our faithfulness to God to, to, to bring the promotion that he desires to give us in our lives. Folks, listen, promotion really comes from the Lord. It really comes through our faithfulness to God. That's how you get promoted. I just told you a moment ago, you're really working for God. Regardless of how bad your manager is or, or your boss or wherever you uh, are working, it doesn't matter. Be faithful, the Bible says. Don't work with eye service. Don't work while they're just looking at you, working all hard, and then when they turn their back, don't do that. Because you're really working for God. And God is the one who's going to promote you. God is the one who's going to give you an increase and give you a raise. That has happened to me. I wish it happened many times, but it happened to me sometimes. I, the company would not be doing well. Some people would actually be let go. And then when I was brought into the office, the HR, I sat down thinking, well, maybe this is it. God hadn't told me this was it. I, was, I, I didn't hear that I was going anywhere. And they said, we don't know why we're doing this, but we're going to increase your salary. And I was like, I know why you're doing it, because I've been faithful in this place. Because when other people were doing this, I was working. I was working. I stayed late. And work. I was, thank you. It was all in my head. God is the one who gives you your increases, folks. If you are not getting the increase you want, talk to God about it, and let him talk to you about your work ethic. Because he's the one who gives it to you. And in due time. You know, sometimes God is just waiting. Sometimes God is just waiting for them to double up on the amount they want to give you too. So just be patient. What did David say? Wait. I say wait on the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 75 and 6, for promotion comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but from the Lord. God is the judge. God judges our work. God judges our service. God is watching our service. This concludes part one of the message today. Join us tomorrow for part two. Thank you for joining us today for A Place to Grow 
If you were touched by the message today, consider going to our website and making a donation of any size. Your generous donation can help keep our radio ministry alive. Visit our website at aplacetogrow.org and contribute today. You can also download a copy of today's message by navigating to the media tab. The title of the message for today is Don't Bury Your Gift, Part 1. Now Pastor Steve wants to pray with you. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, your Holy Son. We want to thank you for your unconditional love and unconditional forgiveness. Father, sometimes the devil tells us because we've done so many things wrong that there's no way God is going to forgive you. Well, we know that the devil is a liar. And Father, I pray for every person who feels like they've gone too far and there's no forgiveness. Well, the devil is a liar. And I ask now by the power of your spirit, that you would communicate that to every person. Father, we remember Peter who denied Jesus three times and Jesus forgave him. Lord, right now, let your forgiveness be extended to every person. Father, let people who need to hear this prayer in particular, hear this prayer and may they lay down at your feet and receive the love that you are pouring out to them right now. We bless you in Jesus' name. You are the God of love. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for A Place to Grow. You're always invited to join us for our spirit-filled worship service every Sunday morning at 10. We offer a safe environment. Spirit Life Church is located at 1860 Precinct Line Road in Hearst, Texas. Get more information at our website, aplacetogrow.org. Also, remember to be with us every weekday at 4 p.m. and Sunday afternoons at 2.30, right here on Bible School Radio 91.3 KDKR.